It's been a while. This is Stephen Knott and Josh Stanford. <laughs> about, about forgot how we do the intro. It's yeah. been so long. We are two likable guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today, listening to us. We sure do appreciate it. We've been gone for a little while. Where you been, Josh? Oh, I've been around. Well, I've been where, trying to do these episodes, been? but you keep running away. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, we've been away because we've been getting stuff ready to make a great new season. I think we're going to call this season four. Season three was cut a little bit short. It's just we life has gotten in the way, So, but we're back at it. And we have an amazing, wonderful guest here today. I, I, I jotted down a few notes to describe this wonderful person. Athlete, author, teacher, philanthropist, nature lover, and, and, and possibly the most important cancer survivor. That's correct. Um, this is, we always call you Link Sparks, and I don't know where that came from. Well, let me tell you. My given name is Linda Sparks, but I have the frizziest hair of anybody that you'll ever meet. And my dad called me Kinky Linky when oh. I was a little girl, and Link just stuck. And so, if I see somebody I went to elementary school with, they'll say Linda. Okay. And I answer that. My mother would say, Linda Ann, come in here, and then you knew you were in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I have wondered that, and I'd just gone with it, and there are lots of people like, oh, hey, that's Link I'm talking about. But I think it's hard when you become from when you're when you come from being one of your students, you're Miss Sparks. Sparks. Yeah. And so then when you get older and you can be a little less formal and, and you become friends. Yeah. Who? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh she's a wonderful lady, a wonderful person and um did you come up with uh, the Valentines for Veterans? Operation Love by yourself, or is it was this something? Well, what happened was, and this was the year that Josh was in the ninth grade, and he says he doesn't remember it, and I know he does. I, none of the kids do because the state of Tennessee required teachers um, to have their students write a business letter and a friendly letter. And they had to know where to put the salutation and so on in the return address. And that year that I was required to do it, um, I had my students write to the veterans that were on the uh, staff there at Red Bank High School. And so that's how it got started that year. I think there were four veterans that were in ROTC that I knew of. And we wrote just a letter of appreciation to them. But the Valentine's for Veterans, um, what is it? Well, it's a program where I have tried to get as many people involved as possible. Started off sending it to four four guys that were on our um, faculty at Red Bank. And this year we will send out about 1,500 homemade cards to veterans whose names have been given to me over the years. It's just been cumulative uh, around the world. Some of them are active duty kids that are 18 or 19 years old and their mothers have sent me their um, addresses and some of them have been receiving them for ever since we the year we started year after we started and 
it, so it's grown from four to, did you say 1,500? 1,500. And we're talking yeah. homemade cards. We're not talking, you yeah. know, we're just printing something out and sending yes. it to them. These are all made with love. Yeah, for, with TLC. I yeah. hope so. Yeah. And she has a few examples here in front of us. And yeah, and I want to say that each card, uh, we've tried to personalize personalize them that would tell, um, like my husband's, for instance. He was in the 314th AMS squadron in the Air Force, so I put that on his card, uh, where he all he was sent, Germany, the Azores, if they served in Vietnam, we always try to put that on the front. This person who passed away last year, um, I have Red Bank High School and U.S. Army on his because that's all the information I was given. On the inside of each card, we have a poem that was written by a student in Hamilton County, either private or public schools. We had a poetry contest three years ago, and about 320 poems were submitted, and I had a group of retired teachers and poetry lovers to help judge the winners. And uh, this was one of the winners. Her name was Shakia McCain from uh, Brainerd High School. And so she won, I think, $300 for her poem that year. And then also each poem has a letter from an elementary student in it. I've got a lot of former students who are now teachers. And um, they decorate them sometimes. Sometimes, let me tell you my favorite letter from a kid. Please. Dear veteran, I'm sorry you lost both your legs, L-A-G-S, in the <laughs> Silver War, S-I-L-V-E-R, war. Please know I, I appreciate you and love so-and-so. So you get some really cute letters. And then from the high school students who write letters, uh, they're really good. So, And some of them sound about the same from high school, <laughs> Probably right? Probably <laughs> I guess, was there a period where you went through Lieutenant Dan references? No, I, I don't remember. I have tried, Bill and I, my husband and I, have tried to read every uh, letter because having taught school for 33 years, I well know how things can get snuck in on you sometimes. <laughs> and I see both of you, my former students, laughing at that. No, we wouldn't, we wouldn't do no. something like no, that. No, we wouldn't do it. But um, some of them are really cute. I have a uh, a little antidote and anecdote you have to correct my English thank you Um, I was she was my you were my ninth grade English teacher and I was trying to remember the classroom and everything of course this has been a couple years ago so I'm I'm a little vague but my most embarrassing moment ever happened in your classroom it was nothing you did and you actually played it off, and and I, I debated on whether telling the story or not, um, because literally, I'm not embarrassed about it anymore. But at that time, I was scared to death. And this was, sounds bad. No, well, <laughs> you had, we had we had talked about uh, we were, we had gotten to a group. And we were going to either face each other or get in a circle. I don't remember exactly how, but we had to move our desk. Yeah, cooperative learning groups, probably what it was. Yeah. And, and but we, the whole class was was mm-hmm. facing each other or something. And um, when I scooted my desk, and you know these desks have that had that hard wood, 
and and then below it was like a, a big opening. It was more like a cannon. Like if you you hit the top of that, <laughs> it just shot out in there. And uh, evidently, I was feeling a little gassy that day. <laughs> and what it sounded like a machine gun going off on the bottom of the chair is like pow 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 <laughs> and um everybody looked around and started laughing it was it was just really funny it was it was really funny but then rest his soul bo bean looked at me steven did it steven did it i was like <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I was like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. And then I was like, like it was you. No, and he was, of course, he was like, no, if it was mine, I would have I would admitted it. I would have I claimed that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, that's And hilarious. then you were like, you, you got control of the class again. You're like, because you were kind of laughing, too. I'm I mean, sure. Because it was hilarious at the time. It wasn't funny to me. But I was just like, oh, my gosh, please, just something else happened. Let's move on. It's like... Doesn't matter, oh, wow. but but I think I would have been okay until Bo Bean called me out, and I couldn't. I was just blame like, it on Bo, and I was just like, <laughs> I was like, it was it was you, it was you, man, it was you. You're this kind of you're the guy that does stuff like that, not me. And that's true. But anyway, oh god. But more about uh, the Valentine's <laughs> for veterans. veterans. Little comic relief there for a minute. I um. I have known she's done this for years. and This will be my 35th year. Holy moly. 35 years. How do you get volunteers? Or how do you get people to help? Well, I have a group that has helped for a long time. Mary Marler, who was my neighbor uh, before we moved over here. We've been here 23 years. So Mary Marler is one of my right-hand girls. Vivian Littleton, if you know John Littleton, his mother. Amy Littleton's mom. Amy Littleton's mom. Yeah, she helps every year. And I've got about 15 people that show up through the summer in fact, we met uh, right before uh, Thanksgiving and stuffed these envelopes that the people are going to get because it's time consuming. If you have 1,500 of them, yes. you know, to get it all done. And so we spent a day doing that. And then the day of the, on January 20th this year, um, we will have between 50 and 100 people that day who come and actually build the cards. And if you feel like you're not gifted artistically, uh, we have people that stuff these cards into envelopes. We have people that take the um, printed addresses and put them on the envelopes and put the cards in them and so on. We have people who fold up the kids' letters. It's all time-consuming. This has to take a lot of money. I mean, postage it and cheap. Well, I'll tell you what happened with the money deal. I did it myself for a long time until I retired. I retired nine years ago, and my daughter was here. Her husband's in the Air Force, and she said, Mom, you cannot, you're going to be on Social Security. (laughs) 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 And my husband doesn't get Social Security because he's a firefighter. And she said, I am going to get you some help. And so she put out an all call on Facebook. 
I think maybe to her friends and my friends and said, my mom needs some help with this. And I've just been blessed. People just, they'll hand me, I have had as little as 37 cents. And I have had as much as $1,000 that I used for this poetry contest that we had uh, donated. And if I get, if my funds get low, then I just put on my Facebook, Valentine's for Veterans Facebook page, I need some help. You know, I'm running low and people will, you know, we live in a very patriotic community. Yep. Yes. Yep. So if, if somebody wanted to donate money would they just need to contact well i don't you? need any money this year okay yeah That's i nice. don't need any money this year what what do you need well i need bodies to show up to help build these um, my daughter when i visited her last month she took 50 names and a lot of those were uh, guys she went to high school with or friends of our family and she makes those. She's made those. My husband has made a few. But, I mean, it's time-consuming to put it all together. And so I need people to show up on the January 20th and 27th. Where at? It's at the Glasscock Community Center on Tom Weathers Drive, which is right behind Erlanger North. Which uh, is also behind the swimming pool. Behind the swimming pool. But is it on the, like, I know where the, there used to be an amphitheater. That's how old I am. Do you remember the amphitheater, like, the, directly the amphithe- behind? Yes, it's, that is, is rotted down. It's th- no that longer. That is long there. gone. Yeah, it's long gone. Nobody ever used it. Yeah, it was a great place for nothing to happen. For nothing to happen. And it's past that on the right, maybe on a half right. of a block. It used to be a pavilion, and it has been enclosed. Oh. It's, an, it's a nice is little it, community center. Is it near the uh, the new playground yes it's right beside that oh see us with with youngsters will know where the playground playground is yes i just tell everybody the old back road into the high school yeah the old back road but now i guess it's the new road to the middle school yeah and you know used (laughs) to the main main road yeah Yeah. the main road to the middle school you used uh you used to could uh park up there on that was the the hill parking lot (laughs) and that's where you that's where you would park to get your radio stolen Oh, and oh, yeah, that, that happened to several people. Happened, actually happened to my brother, um, and it was terrible. But other than that, um, so just bodies, people to come help. Yeah, I need bodies and Fellowship. people to come help. Last year, my friend that lives down the road from me here, Ruth Janot, um, I don't know if it was Jed Mascon or somebody has a – uh, this and that program or something right. and they put it on their community uh, page and quite a few people that I had never seen before came both some people came both days to to build the cards because uh, I wanted to explain one thing uh, about half of the cards go to individuals like this one that I just showed you all half of them go to these organizations um to the Alvin C. York Hospital, to the Ben Ashley Veterans Home in Knoxville, to the Charles Coolidge Medal of Honor Museum downtown. We send 50 down there. We send 140 to the Ben Ashley uh, Veterans Home. We send 100 to the Alvin C. York Hospice Unit. We send 30 to the Disabled American Veterans Post in White Oak. We send 20 to Honoring the Sacrifice, which is downtown. We send... 30 to the Landstruhl Regional Medical Center in Germany where 
um, soldiers that have been wounded or, and are trying to get back to the United States. They're held there and they're stabilized there. We send uh, some to the Red Bank Nursing Home, the Saudi Daisy Nursing Home. We send 100 to the Veterans Center on Shalliford Road. And I just got a um, another address. Somebody, I don't remember who called me and asked me if I would send 100 to the Vietnam Veterans of America, Chapter 203. So they, they go to a lot of, and those um, cards don't have a person's name on it. They just have Happy Valentine's Day Veteran yeah. on them. Yeah. They still have an individual card, and they still have a little uh, overview of the program. I've been doing this for 35 years, and this is where we send them, and so on, just kind of like we're talking about. And does it have a poem in it as Every well? Every one of them has Everyone. a poem. Everyone has a poem in them. This year, one of the poems that we're sending, it was written by uh, a boy from Silverdale Academy. I wish I had it in front of me. And then the one that goes in the bigger cards, because some of the uh, poems are small and some of them are longer, was written by a student at Saudi Daisy High School. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's such a blessing uh, to... I can imagine to receive one of these, especially, you know, there's so many veterans out there that that are alone, um, that just want to know that somebody cares and just appreciates. Just remembers them. Yep. Just remembers. And uh, I think that is probably one of the best uh, programs. It's not... It's not, to an extent, super expensive. No. Um, it cost about... It cost about... A, a dollar and twenty cents Plus. to a dollar fifty to well this year the everything's gone up the mail goes up this month in January of course it does so of course it does <laughs> <laughs> but anyway it, that's the minimum it costs is a dollar and twenty cents by the time you buy the army uh, decorations and you buy hearts and so on and then the cardstock that we make them out of and then printing off the names we print all those off and so that's ink oh yes you know and that's expensive yep. the paper and some years if i didn't have time i took them places and had all the poems run off and stuff and i, I won't ever do that again it's so expensive to do it it's oh. like 35 cents a page yeah you know, to if you so, I just bite the bullet and. And is that does that include postage or will that be? That mm. will be that will include postage. Last year it was one twenty eight. Uh, for we guesstimated what everything cost us was, and so this year it probably be close to one thirty five or one forty for each one, and the ones that are sent to uh, the nursing homes and to like the veteran centers. Um, I get the boxes at the post office, and I just cram them as full as I can put about 50 of the cards in those. And it, that's about $20, $22 last year to, to mail those. So it's expensive. It's yeah. uh, it, It's just gotten bigger and bigger. And every year I say, I'm going to pass this on to the younger generation. I've, I've got a little student named Lindy Gatlin that was maybe in the class of 90 or 91 who was a teacher her students always send me letters, but she and her friend Michelle Hembry, who graduated around you the yeah. years that you all graduated, she was a cheerleader. Everybody loved her. Both of them were. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Lindy, I believe would have probably been around eighty 
No, no, ninety or ninety-one. Yeah, I, I really. Yeah, ninety I, or I ninety-one. Remember, I remember her. Yeah, because I, I remember the name, but I was thinking she was older. I mean, no, she, she's not. She's she's right there with Michelle, one year apart from her. Okay, one of them was in ninety-one. I was in, in ninety-one, or they may have graduated together. But they're both teachers on Signal Mountain now, mm. and they have told me now when you get tired, Miss Bartz will. Pick up the gauntlet. So I'm hoping. That's so beautiful. I've tried to get the Medal of Honor Museum. I wrote them a letter. I told them that, you know, that what we're trying to accomplish is to promote patriotism, especially in younger people and love of country and appreciation of our veterans and the sacrifices they've made, which go along almost word for word with their educational tenets and nobody would even write me back maybe somebody at the medal of honor museum will hear this and somebody will contact me i hope so um that's it's because it's such a great program i mean i really like what it does on both ends uh on on the veterans the receiving end for being appreciated and and on the other end for the young people just even you know, even if they aren't grateful, saying they're grateful, and and it it embeds something inside of you. Yeah, maybe that'll procreate thinking about things in a different way. I, I would, agree. I would agree, a hundred percent. It's good stuff. I think it's a great program. But the dates you need to remember: uh, January twentieth at eleven. At eleven. Eleven to two. Eleven to two. Mm-hmm. That's twenty twenty three. 2024. 2024. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> One thing we always ask all our guests, uh, can we go ahead and get this and then we'll go over the important dates again. Okay. One thing we always ask, and I don't know why, but it always interests me uh, because, you know, I like cars and stuff. What was your first car? You will not believe it. The day I turned 16. I don't think you'll lie to me. I won't. The day, it wasn't really my car, but it was my dad's car. For some reason, I'm thinking it was like a Camaro or a Firebird or something sporty. It was a 34 Chevy, 389, chopped and channeled, cheater slicks that I got to drive. Didn't even have a floorboard. I mean, a firewall. Oh, I was going to say floorboard. Were you Flintstone in it? No. (laughs) <laughs> and I got to drive it to school the day I turned 16. That was the first, I guess, family car. I don't 30? Know. Four Chevy. Four Chevy. And that was your? 389. Three was... deuces. <laughs> Those are some, uh, you're speaking my love language. I know I am. <laughs> it's my love language, too. And it was a pretty green, deep green metal flake. And it had suicide doors. I'm not sure. What? uh, It looks like a big 32. Not a 32 coupe, but it kind of had a beautiful grill on the front that my daddy had chromed and everything. So that would have been the... Elliot Ness looking. But the early 60s? Yeah, it would have been 66. Mid 60s. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. Um, I know how old I am. I was just thinking about, <laughs> I, I, uh, I was thinking, trying to, my math wasn't that good, uh, and yeah. subtracting Yeah. Okay. from when this is to when that was. Yeah. Um, but, oh, 
That is a beautiful car. It was a beautiful car. I'd give anything if we still had it. Oh. oh. I love a 68 Camaro, though, but my favorite car of all time is a 66 Chevelle, that pretty aqua kind of blue 396. Oh. That was my, my dad's. Um, I, I would assume it's his favorite car that he owned. When we moved to Chattanooga, he, he was in the Air Force. Um you need to get your dad's name on the list. I, no, I didn't. I, I didn't ever want to pry. I've thought about it for years. Well, but that's I didn't. how I've gotten every name that's on it, babe. And that leads me to my next question. Okay. Do you accept new veterans to? Yes. Uh, if like, anybody, people, everywhere I go, somebody will hand me a slip of paper or say, it? can I add my dad or my grandpa or my son? I know Mandy Green, who is a assistant principal at uh, Red Bank High School now, uh, her son is active duty and was in the group when uh, they were leaving Afghanistan in that turmoil over oh, wow. there. She was wow. just scared to death. But anyway, so he's one of my – I don't have – I probably have 20 active duty. And that was another um, neat little – let me finish up my previous thought. I do this all the time. Um, his When we moved up here, uh, he drove a 69 Chevelle 396 with a four-speed. Oh, I love it. And that was the car we moved. Yeah, yeah. 396 with a four-speed. I see pictures of that car, and I just think about how wonderful, if it was in that shape today, oh, how, yeah. how amazing that, that would be. Oh. They selling it over there on that <laughs> No, we'd be driving it. Driving it. We'd be driving it and upgrading it and making it. Well, when Bill and I got married, he had a 69 um, Mustang Mach 1 was black with a crowd. And you still married him even though he was a Ford guy? Look at my driveway. <laughs> 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 we have a little bit of everything though. <laughs> so he didn't win you over for for those cars. So like, like you couldn't convince him that Chevrolet was the way to go. I didn't care. Yeah, what kind I, of place? I mean, I'll just be honest. I'm not really a Ford. We do have more Fords right now. But, but you said, um, I believe your daughter, at least, and her husband were stationed at one point at Eglin. Yeah, they're still in Eglin. They'll That's be, where I was born. I saw that on and your I, Facebook Every time page. I see that name, I figure nobody's ever heard of it, nobody in the world. My sister was stationed there. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. I also saw that... Um, a now retired NASCAR driver uh, named Eric Amarola. He was born on Eglin, Eglin Air, Air Force, Force Base. Base. I never liked him until I read that, and now he's retired. So now you've got some camaraderie with him. But uh, every time I find somebody or hear somebody, and like I, I, periodically, I, I met one one guy at uh, a parts store. And we got to talking about his parents were in the Air Force. And I was like, oh, yeah, my, I, my parents were in the Air Force. And he's like, yeah, he was actually, I was born on the Air Force Base. So really, I was too. Where were you born? He said, I was born in Florida. Really, I was too. Which Air Force? I was born in Eglin. It's like, no. Well, That's, there's not a more beautiful place to be stationed in the whole world than in Destin. Yeah, it's just right yeah, there. They've been there five years, and they've just gotten... Just recently, gotten orders to go to uh, Huntsville. To the, he'll be stationed with an army group um, at Redstone Arsenal. And I'm going to put a plug in for my little mm. son-in-law. He gets promoted to lieutenant colonel 
on January the 11th, and we're very proud of him. Would you want to give out names? That's yeah, Justin Hand. Justin Hand. Justin William Hand. Wow. Lieutenant Colonel Justin William <laughs> Hand. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah. Any other names? And and is is um is he married to your Yes, he's married to Stacy Ann Hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um Stacy has always been such uh, a sweet soul. Yeah, she's a sweet soul. I didn't know her she's a, a lot. She's a giver. She was quite a bit younger than you. Yeah, yeah. but for some but I I kept in touch with you. Yeah. Over the years and uh Let then, me tell that story. Please do. Every Christmas for about 20 years. Tell them what you did. Um, I would roll their house. No. <laughs> no. Merry Christmas. I always do something artistic. He and, would and draw me a hand, either painted or etched or something, a Christmas card and put it in my mailbox. Do you know what, um, and I, I think I'd mentioned this to Josh, and one of the... One year, I, I was doing something like that, and I'd gone to Hobby Lobby, I think, or one of those stores, and I had bought this little piece of wood, and it had a little clock in it, and I thought, I'm going to paint that piece of wood, and I had it all pictured in my head, and I was going to make little flames on it, and I put little flames all on the part, and, and then across the top, I was doing right, got sparks, and then you'd have Oh, got fire. sparks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I thought that was really, I got it finished, and I thought that was the cheesiest thing ever. Oh, I think that's cute. And I, I didn't it, get that, but, I, but no, I loved every every card. I, I put it away, and I saw it a few years after that, and I was like. I should have taken that to her mailbox and put yes. it in there. I'm sorry yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I've got the rest of them, though, somewhere. I was like, they they were precious. Let's bust them out. I'm just kidding. I need to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good because, uh, but yeah, I thought about that and I was just, I was, I was in, I don't know. It just didn't make sense to me after I'd done it. Um, oh, but you know, one thing that, that uh, I was very proud of that, that helped me and make me a better person, I believe, is that uh, when I was a senior in high school, I was taking drafting and uh, computer-aided drafting. Yeah. I mean, this was back in the uh, 1900s. So this was probably in 91. Yes, it's 90 or 91. Well, 90 or 91. Which, whichever. Yeah. And it was, you came up to me and said, hey, me and the librarian. Barbara Sorrow. That's sad. Sorry, yeah, sparks and sorrow. Yeah, sparks and sorrow. Um, We're writing a book about Uh uh, teachers and librarians working together. Yes, that was the name of it. And uh, you had a couple ideas of some um, images, some illustrations you wanted done, and you gave me kind of an outline. It's like, hey, can you do this on the computer? I was like, yeah, I think I can. And so I went and did them and. I thought nothing really else about it. And then about uh, four or five months later, whenever the book got published Published. and printed, um, I went and bought a copy, and lo and behold, there were my drawings. There they are. I thought that was the coolest (laughs) thing ever. For eternity. Is that book still in print? It is not in print. 
But I bet you could find it if you searched on eBay long enough. You can for about three times as much. Really? Yeah, they're more expensive. Yeah, because it was very educational. I'm going to find one for you. I, I think I still have one. Okay. I think so. Uh, I'll, I'm going to go through my... You need to show Luke. Yes. The Lukester. Little Lukester. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, you want to know why his name is not Lucas? Why? Because if you put Lucas not together, it sounds snot. like Lucas snot. Yeah. <laughs> I was... We were all all but settled on Lucas Allen, all but settled on it, and uh, I said it in my head: Lucas Snot. Nope, not going <laughs> to do that to him. Nope, and then it became Luke. Yeah, see that right there just makes you a great dad looking out for him. Looking out. Yeah, I was just yeah. well, you know, my name Stephen Knot. If you just write the S and then you write the Knot, I had people all the time call me Snot. Oh, I I wouldn't have thought that. And another really weird thing about my name, I had a lot of people call me Scott. I think they looked at the S and the last letters in not and, and just was, got, got just Scott out of Scott. Jammed them together. My last name could be Smith, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Okay, I'm going to ask y'all, you can edit this out, but there was a t-shirt one year, and there were three or four names like Lucas Snot on mm -hmm. it, and it was, I can remember somebody saying, who is Ben Dover? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and there were four or five of those on there, and I just wonder who, you know, when the kids wrote their signature on the mm -hmm. back of their year oh, yeah. on their T-shirt. Yeah, the, the senior T-shirt. Senior T-shirts, yeah. yeah. They were full of those. I didn't ever see one of those, but I remember um, we had, this was one of those years uh, when um, Coach, was it Coach Ware got promoted to, got moved up to principal or uh, assistant principal at another school and they left he left in the middle of the year and this other lady uh very um asian very heavy asian accent came and taught principles of technology is that where that was the i don't remember no i don't think it would, would have been rob Ware because he was there when i left in Still well, there in 99. But he went for like a semester. And, and because he left in the middle of the semester. Y'all had her. We had her and nobody was having it. <laughs> None of the kids were having it. So she would pass around the the thing. Said, sign in. Sign your name, you know, so we know you're here. You know, she wouldn't take all. Oh, she so would just, that's where. Oh, my gosh. It had. Um, you, you would have one name and then they'd skip a few so that, you know, you wouldn't know who did it exactly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was always Bill Fold was yeah. was in the class. Bill Fold. <laughs> uh, ben Dover. Yeah. Um, I mean, and they got so creative. Oh, I, I know. Every time I read, I laughed so hard. Yeah. But then you had some guys that uh, their real names were like that, so you had to be careful. Oh. Do you know any good jokes? No, I, and I can't tell a joke. Really? I will mess up the punchline. My son can tell a joke. Yeah, he's pretty good at it. Yeah. The Scott Sparks yep. joke of the day. 
That's not a bad idea. No, but I have a really good, a really good joke. It's not really good. It's really bad. I was at the gym working out. Say it into the microphone. <laughs> I was at the gym working out. And uh, this guy was trying to convince me how good a yoga exercise was in building everything. And I said, that's a stretch. <laughs> oh, that's bad. <laughs> Is there anything about the uh, Valentine's for Veterans that you wanted to add that we need to include in there? I don't think so. I think it's a, a good community project. It brings together old people, people your age that are not quite middle well, aged. Well, yeah, we're not quite old people. <laughs> we're I'm old the people. old person. Not Y'all quite are in the middle, middle age, and but I don't know where you've been. <laughs> And, uh, you know, even like like I got an email from a little girl a few minutes ago before y'all got here. And it she said, I teach first grade. And she said, mine can't write these eloquent letters because I send examples of letters out to teachers if they haven't done it before. But some of those little first graders. Their little things are just the cutest. They are just precious and they'll draw soldiers and they'll draw hearts and. So it it goes across all all age groups, mm-hmm. and and even for like if you came on the twentieth, which you all should come, and it's a personal invitation. Um, then when you go home and you talk to your families and stuff, one other person might think about a veteran. Do we right. get to sit in like special chairs? You probably sit with Scott Sparks. He comes every I'm, year. I'm not sure how much work would get My done. My family comes <laughs> if we sit with Scott Sparks. Yeah, yeah. he would. <laughs> I imagine Stacy won't be coming. Though. She won't this year because we are going down there for uh, Justin's promotion the week um, before, uh, and she she has a hard time traveling with her EDS and everything. Yeah. So. Do you want? Uh, do you need somebody to go with you? Because that's awfully close to the beach. I could just hang out at the <laughs> beach. <while laughs> it's about there. two blocks from the beach, just where they <laughs> live. Which, but in January, it's no good. I mean, it'd be you okay. Can I mean, well, yeah. you can go if you want to. Just <laughs> Bill and I are going. <laughs> yeah, my wife and kid would. Not allow that. They but, wouldn't allow it. But it'll be fine. Yeah. Anything else? I don't think so. I mean, Thank you we pretty much. much covered on the the actual making the cards. It's not something that they have to do by you scratch. Don't have, you don't have to be artistic. You have all of the everything that you need is in one little uh, pouch set up for you. And when you finish that one, uh, we come around and pick them up and give you you. You know, you work as long as you want to. We yeah. have to be out by 2 o'clock from 11 to 2. And you've got enough, uh, do you use like glue sticks? And We've got we've got all the supplies that you need. We use gl- glue sticks. We've got, got paste. Slicers. We've got we've paste got, that he can eat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting kind of hungry. <laughs> Everything that you need. If you need more decorations that are in your packet, then you just have to get up and get them. I yeah. think this is a great program. I, I've, I've always known about it, and I've always tried to make my time and always plan on going and then it Something never fares up. that uh i usually i just forget to be honest and i'm like i'm gonna send you a facebook reminder yes and, and before it, you leave you're gonna give me your dad's information okay, air force yeah. eglin blah 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 yeah i don't i don't know a lot of the i, I think i've we had a podcast with him so i can look it up and and i think i'll find out so you put in the notes show I, notes yeah i think so 
Um, I love to put down what they do. They did like Bill was in avionics. He worked on radar and radio. Uh, I know he. My dad was a uh, mechanic on the jets. Okay. In uh, Vietnam. Did he go to Vietnam? Yes. He's a Vietnam era. Yes. Well, see, Bill's Vietnam era, but he was sent to Germany, Spain, England, Saudi Arabia, but. He worked on the C-130s that dropped the Agent Orange, Ooh. but he didn't. He never was sent there. He, but he he gets the benefits for being a Vietnam era veteran. Our veterans, history. our veterans put up with so much, and there's so little appreciation. Um, well, and I was going to say when I first started this program, and it was getting into the 50s and 60s and so on. Most of my veterans were World War II veterans. Now, out of 1,500, I only have four, four World War II, and not many Korean War veterans yeah. either. So, so it's a lot of, so I guess the oldest generation, the majority is Vietnam. Vietnam, yeah. And then, uh, and then quite a few from the... Um, Gulf War. Gulf War, sorry. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, 91, Year of the Storm. Yeah. That was, that was our motto, and... Uh, Class of ninety one, year of the storm, uh, desert storm. Yeah, and and there's one guy. Uh, I don't know if you ever knew him, Dana Bennett. Mm-mm. Was a guy, and and uh, they come in and they said, "Well, there's all kind of fighting going on in Saudi." Saudi. And, uh-huh, and he'd be like, "Yep, not Saudi Daisy. It was Saudi Arabia." Arabia. <laughs> yeah. I remember him saying that right now. I mean, like every minute, like every day, we come in. Well, one of the first units that we sent to, I don't know, you remember uh, Brian Livingston or Amy yes, Livingston? Yes, absolutely. Well, their dad, Jimmy, that I went to elementary school with, his brother, Kenneth, we called him Skinner, and a whole bunch of guys from Chattanooga uh, were sent to Desert Storm. Well, we every Friday, we wrote letters to that unit. There were probably about 50 guys, and we sent them Valentine's for Veterans. And when they came back, they came to my classroom. Oh. All decked out in their regalia and so on. So that he's that family's one of the oldest families that I've uh, sent to continuously. That's that would awesome. be like 92 or 3, I think, is when they were over there. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Such good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Such good stuff. All right, I'm going to shut up now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll ramble on, and that's one of the problems. Josh loves to uh, edit everything because he's got like, okay, <laughs> we talked about this here and this here, and then well, we've like got to touch count this, move it over here, mm-hmm. take that, throw it way over here for well, later. I'm glad you've got that skill, babe. He uh, is he is amazing at editing stuff. Well, y'all have to let me know when this is going to. Josh said he'd have it done tomorrow. Yeah. I've been um, telling Steve for months, hey, we need to get with Link. We need to get with Link. We've talked about I mean, but we've talked, we about, talked about it for about years. It. Yeah. I just can't ever nail him down. All right. Um, well, thank you for uh, being on with us. You're very welcome. Thank you for asking me. You are precious. You're pre- you're both precious. You've, you've 91 and 93. Well, yeah. You've helped me out a lot with uh with uh, life questions. I'm going to get, while y'all do your outro, I'll get you some milk and brownies. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are the best. But would you rather have a cup of coffee, Josh? Oh, no. No, no if you ain't got beer, Josh don't want it. I'll 
<laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm good. <laughs> well, Josh, what do you think? Are you planning on being there January 20th, January 27th? Joe Glasscock Center in Red Bank. I'm going to do my best. Is it 11 least, to 2? At least make it to one of them. Yes. Maybe 11. we should split it up and try to go to a different one so we'll Not have sure. some representation there. Not sure if they can handle both of us at the same time. I don't know that I can either. <laughs> I tell you one thing about Miss Sparks is she makes a mean brownie. <laughs> she had just brought us brownies. That's like something that that's I think this means she's our favorite guest of all time ever. Sorry, Dad. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to take the sh- the, the show on the road more often. Yes. We we are coming to you. Uh we did come to you today live from the Dog Star on McKay Hill Road. The Dog Star. That's the name of it's the dog star because if you're a Cherokee Indian and you ever get lost, you can look to the dog star and find your way home. Uh, I meant to ask you about that earlier. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And she did just bring us brownies, so I'm going to wrap this up. But if you can, come out. Um, it's a great cause, great people, great folks. They are beautiful individuals. Come out, help build community, meet some friends, or meet your community and build your friends. I don't know. Help make a card. It's good stuff. Thanks for listening. Hey, you know, this is Steve and my co-host, Josh. We like you. And we hope you like us, too. Because we're two likable guys. Later. Later.